0: It's authenticity, it's building that relationship, It's about the value. She wants to make that
1: impact. It can make you happy. I others
0: around you. Welcome to
2: the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales.
3: hello and welcome back to the selling from the heart podcast your co-host daryl amy here today with larry levine what's going on
2: larry oh you know we're here we are we're we're counting the days down daryl till the trust challenge but i guess what i got my favorite beverage in my hand grande Grande (laughs) americano from starbucks dude
3: (laughs) we share that in common we're both grande americano aficionados the other thing we share in common is that uh, we're both so excited about the 2021 Trust Building Challenge coming up. Is starting, if you're listening on Saturday morning, if you listen to the Selling Podcast the moment it comes out on Saturday morning, then you'll know it starts on Monday, October 4th. And if you're listening after that, no worries because we're going to record the whole thing and you can get access to it as well. But I'm telling you, if you if you can come live, you want to be a part of this live either way. You go don't want to miss
2: it. You no, no, it's it's
3: miss fantastic. It. Well, let's just talk about Monday. Uh is gonna kick off with our friend Simon Harris. And I can't wait. I know we we've gotten a sneak preview to what Simon's philosophy of trust and trust building and sales is. And uh, I gotta tell you, you're not gonna want to miss the kickoff. We put him on day one for a reason, and it's going to be pure dynamite, uh,
2: very, very practical. All stuff that's going to help you grow sales. Yeah. You know, when, when we were talking to Simon, this was months ago. I What really blew my mind, Daryl, is the whole take, and, and I know Simon's going to be kicking this off on Monday, but he's going to be talking about trust versus trusting. And Simon brings a whole really cool, unique approach to trust and sales. Yeah, so
3: if you want to grow sales in the fourth quarter and beyond, you want to be a part of the Trust Challenge, it's from 12 to 1 Eastern time. Uh, What's that, Larry? That's like 9 to 10 on the West Coast and wherever you are in the world. (laughs) Do the math. Do the (laughs) math. Um, You can join live, and even if you can't come every day, once again, when you enroll right now at 2021TrustChallenge.com. That's 2021 Challenge com. When you enroll, whether you're there live or not, um, you'll, want, you'll get access to the recordings. It'll be a great five days of personal development to kick off the fourth quarter. And really in an area that is so critical for us as sales. Uh, we are, you know, sales is all about how can you build trust? How can you build it quickly? How can you sustain it? And it's a challenge now. I mean, there's, you know, we've bantered around some of these words like the post- trust economy. Well, guess what? All that means is we got to be more intentional and more um, involved to build and sustain
2: trust. And we're going to learn how to do that next week. It's it's going to be so good. I, I really can't wait. This is drop on everyone who the other four speakers are. And we'll start off. So Monday, just real briefly, kicking it off as Simon Harris. The following day is Marcus Ogden. And ah. for those who don't know Marcus go connect to Marcus on LinkedIn. He's an ex-NFL football player here in the National Football League. And just it's going to bring a wealth of knowledge around trust and leadership. On Wednesday, we got a guy that is just going to blow the doors off of this, Don Barden. And I know know you're a big Don Barden fan.
3: Uh, I'm just stoked about that session next Wednesday. Don Barden, author of The Perfect Plan Um, we, you're just going to just, if you don't know who Dawn is, uh, just trust us. You want to be there.
2: (laughs) And then on Thursday, we got the one and only is near and dear to both Daryl and I, Dave Sanderson. Mm -hmm. And then on Friday, bringing, bringing this to a close on Friday is our near and dear friend, Dr. Maria Church. Ah, She's just amazing. Amazing individual and she's gonna tie this and we're just gonna put a whole bow on a fantastic week.
3: Yeah, all of it 2021 trustchallenge.com. That's 2021 trustchallenge.com. It's free. And the reason it's free is thanks to our friends at Bomb Bomb. And uh, we know if you've been hanging around the Selling from the Heart podcast, you know that we are bomb bomb fanatics. We use it every day and we use it because it allows us to put a face to faceless communication. And uh, we want to encourage you to try it out. BombBomb has been extremely generous and they've extended a 14-day completely free trial to everybody in the Selling from the Heart audience. And you just go to BombBomb.com slash heart and you can start sending videos to me, to Larry, uh, to, uh, to your clients, to your prospects. It's an incredibly powerful tool <laughs> and uh, you're going to thank us for it. That's BombBomb.com slash heart. Well Larry on the eve of the 2021 Trust Building Challenge I couldn't think of anything better than to think about this topic of personal development. Right now, you know, we're going to go into next week we're all going to grow personally and earlier this year we had a dynamite conversation with a group of some of our favorite people, they're alumni of the Selling for the Heart podcast previous guests and uh, the conversation that you're about to hear, <laughs> um, it's going to be. Let me tell you this: it's going to be energetic, and it's going to be packed with ideas. And so, uh, let's. Uh, we've got a we've got a
2: dynamite conversation lined up. Oh, the, the trio that we had in the Authentic Selling Challenge from Michael Altshuler to Teja Valenza to Laura Brandeo was just amazing. And what what I really like is they all brought three unique takes to personal development. And I think the, the out of all of them, and this is no disrespect to anybody, but the one that I think just really, really to key in on, is what Tasia Valenza was talking about, especially in this world that we're living in today when we're behind cameras, yep. is I would like us to consider thinking about, and this ties in with the trust challenges, how are y'all gonna build trust behind the camera? Very good. And we're all behind the cameras these days, Daryl.
3: Absolutely. So you're going to be uh, we're going to be joining in to uh the 2021 Authentic Selling Challenge, our session with Laura Brandeo, Teja Valenza, and Michael Alt Schuler. And it's going to be fantastic. So without further ado, let's join him right now. This is such a great time to bring this panel in. We, I cannot <laughs> wait.
2: I, if if you all only heard what was going on behind the scenes, so
3: this this is pure dynamite. And the fact I don't know if it was um, advisable or even legal for us to bring all of these people in the room <laughs> at the same time. There is so much energy here that we might actually short out YouTube. Uh, that may be what was going on with you, Larry, but. Uh, I want to introduce our friends. In fact, I'm gonna pull them in and uh, Larry, uh, I'm gonna give you the honor of introducing each one of our friends and we're gonna have a great conversation uh, today. So let me get the tech right and uh, let's bring in uh, let's bring in our friends. Are you ready? Is everybody yeah. ready? Uh, here we go. I know Taja's ready. I know Michael's ready. Laura and Laura, what's going on? Hey, Hey, I've enjoyed it real quick.
2: I've enjoyed. I mean, we both of us, Daryl, have enjoyed getting to know all three of them. They're kindred spirits. Mm -hmm. Michael they Actually, they've all been on the podcast. Michael Alshuler is just full of heart. Laura's. I always say Laura's just a freaking firecracker and Tasia does give great voice. And if any of you paid attention, Tasia is the voice behind the challenge. That's so welcome, right, everybody.
3: Welcome. I'm going to put all our panelists on the top because that's where they belong. <laughs> and uh, this is, is so good. This is going to be so much fun. And what we want to do is just have a discussion and process together through this week. We've been talking about the heart. We've been talking about the mind. We've been talking about the body. And and so I'm going to ask the first question of of the panelists today. And you've answered this question before, but I'm curious, what does it mean to you, Laura, to sell from the heart?
1: Well, first off, guys, congratulations. This has been the most amazing experience already. And you use the right word, transformational. So, thank you all, and the timing couldn't have been better. So, going back to selling from the heart, I think you guys have all already touched on this, but I like to think of number one, the word selling. No one ever wants to feel sold, right? We all want to feel a connection and a relationship between. between human beings. So I think to authentically give a piece of yourself and feel that connection to where you're no longer ever feeling you're sold. You feel I'm in partnership with someone that understands my needs and understands what I need to be better by providing your service or your product or whatever gift you want to share. Mm. And by doing that, I'm authentically giving a piece of myself. So I believe it's actually sharing a piece of yourself
2: with someone else. Hey, Daryl, I are you remember it. that old saying, sharing is caring.
3: That's right. That's right. <laughs> and, oh, that's so good, Laura. I love this. This is going to be so much fun. What, I'm going to throw it over to, to Tasia. And uh, Tasia, what, like selling from the heart, what does that mean to you?
4: Well, you know, my whole thing is about giving great voice. And yes. its essence... To give great voice means to be able to move, touch, and impact using our voices. So, you know, in sales, there's so much about the pitch and and, and the whole formula. And, and, you know, if you don't take those words off the page and think, what is my intention today? How can I truly serve from my heart as opposed to just, you know, getting it done and having that that that, that you know, the sign thing is really thinking You know, the four questions I always make people ask, who am I in this particular role? Who am I speaking to? What's my relationship? What do I want? What is the success of the scene? Not just for me, but for the other person, for both of us. And how does my voice and tone support that intention? Mm. So when you sell from the heart, you're really saying, I'm of service. How can I help you? And the voice and the warmth, takes those words off the page and breathes and speaks kindness and empathy and compassion and people and listening of course listening because you can't give great voice if you don't give great listening yeah and then when we do that well the person feels heard seen understood and then just as laura was saying then it becomes a collaboration where They wanna they wanna work with you because they trust you. They trust you. And when someone trusts you, they know that you're they have your back and it's not just, you know, got the dotted line sign. So that's my feeling of what it means to sell from the heart.
2: You know, you know what's so great about that, Daryl, is and we learned this from Tasia when Tasia came on the podcast is inviting people into conversations, right? Mm-hmm. That the power of tonality and how you present yourself in front of that camera is so mission critical and think about that over this past year as a lot of us have been in front of a camera more often than we were well, you know, well into the beginning of last year, right?
4: Yeah, and it really matters how you how you present. You know, a warm smile and yeah, taking up V for victory, Tasia. Right, gesticulating, but but really, we're in these boxes, right. right? We don't have a chance to be together. We can't read each other's body cues. So when you just have a warm smile, you know that the, the dopamine is released in your own brain, and the other person automatically says, "Oh, warm, inviting. I can trust this person." let's continue so it's it's that but but we really didn't need to up our game because we we are so isolated and we need yeah. each other all the more because we can't even physically touch each other so you can use a warmth of your voice and kind of cut through that screen and, and and bridge that divide and you guys do a beautiful job of that every day look at that smile you guys light up the room so anyway, I'm, I'm moving on I'm gonna Should've. But you
3: taught us all this year that part of, you ca- we got to communicate our hearts across a, a video camera. And this whole thing of, you know, we can't sit on our hands. We got to be engaged. We got to smile. It all is so powerful and critical. Well, Michael, we got handshakes to
0: hugs right here in the house. What does it mean to you, to in <laughs> the heart? Well, first of all, I got to tell you to follow Tasia and Laura. It, I feel like you're a thorn between two roses. Oh, (laughs) that
1: alone was worth
0: There you go. go. (laughs) (laughs) This is quite the challenge, but I have to tell you just what Tasia said, Mother Teresa has a quote that evangelization begins with a smile. It is so powerful. A Mm -hmm. smile conveys so much, and we connect as human beings before a word is even spoken. Mm. Now, I believe and I I really embrace this philosophy, that we are human beings, we're not human doings. We must be before we do and do before we have. So that's the order of things. And what does it mean to be more, to do more, and to have more, is going back to what everyone talked about, that we have to look inward and say, what do I have that I can deliver? And we are people first, business people second. So when I built a multi-million dollar company that I sold to a multi-billion dollar company and work with some of the largest companies in America in arguably one of the most competitive industries, the copy industry, which Larry and I share that that uh, common uh, industry, that the challenge is everyone has their pitch. But the unique selling proposition, the unique selling proposition that we all have is us because there's only one of us. And it's our ability to relate and connect to the passions, not the interests, the passions of our customers, and really connect from the heart with things that are meaningful to them and be human before we're business people, that's what the definitive, the ultimate USP is all about. And that, the more a person likes you and loves you, which they will if you connect and relate to their passions in a sincere and genuine way, that will transform the conversation It will influence more than anything else how they see, hear, and internalize your message. Because the more you love a person, as they say, love is blind. So objections will be diminished and your key points will be amplified because and directly related to how much a person likes you. And that is directly corresponding to how much you connect and relate to them, their needs, and their passions.
2: It's so, it's so good, Daryl, because I it, Michael, I mean, that's just, wow. I, I'm a big believer and you use the word, you use the love word a lot. So do I. And and I'm a big believer. If you don't love on your clients, somebody else will. And we must love on our clients first. Mm-hmm. And, and And that means, you know, sometimes we're going to have to remove that little mental boundary, that little mental barrier that says, no, we can't do that. But I promise you. When you when you do cross over that that love, you know, that love boundary, it does open up that relationship and it opens up that conversations in ways that I promise you, you will once you do that, you'll experience something that's pretty freaking powerful.
0: Yeah, I, I have to touch and and that's so spot on, Larry. I have to touch on you introduced me from handshakes to hugs. The reason you mentioned that, and I feel it, it deserves a little more explanation, is that I worked with some of the most uh I don't want to use the the company's name, but they were very business, very serious, and and I am a hugger, so I hug everybody. I don't care if it's in business. I don't care if you run a multi billion dollar year company. I'm moving in for the hug, <laughs> and it may not be on the first meeting, but it's going hey, to be. It's going, hey, to be- Michael. You know, Michael. You, you
2: better. yet, Michael's full of stories. You have to. You have to share the story of uh, hugging your father in law. Th- th- okay. This is this is a good one because th- this just this is Michael's in essence. But I yeah. want us to really, as a story unfolds, think about this with your clients, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just think about this for a moment.
3: Let's get yeah. so, so, Let's get a big screen. This is a good story right here. <laughs> so,
0: so you know, you know, some people are uncomfortable, and you know, we we have these fifty 000 to seventy thousand thoughts that run through our head every day that influence our decisions, and sixty-five percent of which are negative. So you may be thinking to yourself, should I ever hug a customer? And what will they say? What will they think? Will, be, will I be encroaching on their personal area? Yeah, and if you do it with love, you're gonna be right more than you're wrong because we're human before anything else. So uh, so here's the story. One of my top 10, I, I've been great, very grateful for a lot of accomplishments, failures and successes, but I, this is in the top 10 of my accomplishments in my life. When I was married, I'm, I'm remarried, but my I still have a great relationship with my first wife. Uh, her dad was an engineer, and he grew up in an environment where no hugging. In fact, I never even heard him say to his two sons or his daughter that I love you, and I never really even saw them hug or kiss. And I grew up in a totally opposite environment where we were all, always hugging and kissing, saying, I love you. So I meet him for the first time, and I go up to him and he extends his hand, and I extend my arms. And now we're at like, who's going to win this battle—the handshake or the hug? Right? <laughs> and, and as and and you listen, I'm from New Jersey. I'm going for it, baby. I don't care. With I'm, I'm moving right past your hand, and I'm going to give you a, a big hug. And I go and I hug him. I think his hand was still out as I hug him. <laughs> and I kid you not, it probably was the only hug he ever got from a guy in his life. And it felt like I was hugging a telephone pole. He froze. And there was dead silence. And the next time I saw him, the same thing happened. Arm goes out, he goes to shake my hand. I go to give him a big hug. I feel like I'm hugging a telephone pole, dead (laughs) silence. And this goes on for around a month or so. And then all of a sudden that telephone pole felt more like a a, a free flowing whatever, feather. And I felt his muscles relax and, and it wasn't so tense anymore. And then a month later, I actually felt I get I get still get teary because it meant so much to me because it meant so much to him. I actually felt him wrap his arms around me and hug me back. Probably the first time in his life that he ever hugged someone who loved him as a male figure in his life. He probably never got hugs from his dad. And the end the end of the story is I figured, you know, I'm again from New Jersey. I'm going for it after he (laughs) hugged me back. I then went for, I love you, pop. And after a month, he recited back to me, I love you too. And he probably never said that. And he started saying it to his daughter and sons. And then I went for the killer, the trifecta, (laughs) the the lottery. I, I hugged him. He hugged me back. I said, I love you. He said, I love you back. And I kissed him on the cheek. And that was it. And that was it. That was the trifecta. And eventually, a month later, he kissed me back on the cheek. And I'm telling you that love and going from the heart, you can never go wrong.
4: You can if, warm them up. You can warm yep. them up until yep. it, That's yeah. and, and, and the other thing, Michael, is that you can
1: do that in business also. Yeah. See, we've all been conditioned previously that that wasn't acceptable in business. But mm-hmm. we as humans, like you said, we need that connection. We long for that connection. And when you have that with your associates and your partners,
4: it's love. And it, now it, it's, we have to, we have to uh, I'm sorry, I was gonna say we have to actually overcome it even more because we physically can't yeah. hug and we're all missing that human yeah. connection more than ever. So this opportunity with what you guys are doing, Daryl and Larry, and, and literally having weeks of love outpouring, <laughs> is is, is so doing needed. so much more than business. You know, if people get just this beautiful story and go home now and hug the people they can hug because of it, yeah. mm-hmm. this is transformation. This is what you guys are all about. Yeah. You know, wrapped up in this lovely business, it, it really comes back that we, re- you, you are warming people's hearts and reminding us that as humans, you know, <clears throat> Whoever you can hug, go and hug them. And, and if yeah. you can, use the tonality of a hug in your voice and, and call somebody and FaceTime and say, How are you? I'm thinking about you. I love yeah. you. That's 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 what we can oh, do right now. That's what it's all absolutely. Yeah, yeah,
2: it is. So um, hey Laura, you're up next. So L- Laura's I love what Laura does every day with her say yes, right? <laughs> So, you know, this this ties in with yesterday and Joe Jacoby and capturing the morning and so forth. How do you capture the morning, Laura? What do you work on to help you progress through the day? What do you say yes to every day?
1: Oh, Okay all right so i need to start with where say yes every day came from so i am the president and the only woman partner of a national mortgage company so going back to what jack had said about being in banking and going back to what michael said about working in an industry that's very black and white so to speak okay very corporate very all of that so after 20 years of just so everyone knows I started in the mortgage industry as a call center representative in my early 20s and worked my way up to an executive level. Okay. So a few years ago, our industry was experiencing a little bit of a downturn within the mortgage industry. And I was someone that always was behind the scenes building a company. And someone said to me, Laura, I would love for you to come to a conference and get up on the stage. And I said, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not the person in the front. I'm behind the scenes and I'm running the company. And they said, but Laura, you have the opportunity to speak in front of thousands of potential clients. And I said, yes. And when I got up on that stage and I realized the power of my voice and the opportunity of me being able to affect people and for the ladies out there, I also realized that sometimes women struggle with not seeing enough of us out there on those stages. So I also realized I had an obligation to share my voice and my story and what I could offer. Well, something happened. After that moment, other people asked me to come and speak on a stage and be on different things. And I realized by saying yes to these things, it exposed me to new opportunities, It connected me to potential clients that I never would have met. It threw me into completely out of my comfort zone. At that moment, I got an idea. I started journaling just like we spoke about yesterday. I started journaling every single day. Not only do I think of what I'm grateful for, I think of what scared me today that I did that I normally would not have. So I start my day at four in the morning. I always start with a positive mindset, whether it's listening to a podcast, whether it's listening to whatever it is to feed my brain because I need to make sure I'm in top performance before I start my day. And I throw myself into the scariest of events. And just so you guys know, that's where the magic happens. So I actually encourage all of you, to think about doing something that scares you. Because I promise you, you have no idea what's out there on that horizon until you take that first step.
2: Whoa. <laughs> that's, that's so awesome. that's, that's so spot on, Laura, because that's you know what scares boys. Hey Laura, what scared me this morning was having to do the having to watch Daryl do the solo. as I was scrambling behind the scenes. You were scared. Oh my <laughs> god! I mean, I, really I hope Daryl wasn't snapping. I hope Daryl wasn't snapping pictures. But oh my lord!
1: <laughs> <laughs> he thought about that. I thought about that while all that was occurring. When you actually get yourself out of your comfort zone, doing other things. When something like that happens, something we can't control a technology or whatever, or you're going to see a client or you're about to jump on a call and something disastrous happens, because you're used to getting out of your comfort zone, really doesn't bother you. Yeah. You're, you're like, oh well, I'll, I'll deal with it, it's okay. So yes, you handled it beautifully. You You guys look at what you've done. <laughs> look at what you've accomplished look at the tribe and that you have oh, that are all supporting each other lifting each other up just kudos no i yeah.
2: appreciate it and and tasia along, along the line of, of laura talking about what she says yes to and the power of her, her voice you give great voice you know in in a minute or two or coach us on giving some great voice I, if, if you're not on the Tayshia bandwagon, please hop on the Tasia bandwagon. Oh, she yes. is a sweetheart.
4: She's amazing. Uh, well, you know, my, my again, my thought is, and, and, and all of you give great voice because again, it, it's really, uh, it's the remarkable power of tone and intention. So if we think about, again, uh, you know, how are we serving this moment, the role, you know, we're all multifaceted, magnificent human beings. Uh, and, you know, I always talk about, you know, the roles I play, Poison is Poison Ivy and Shakti, the Jedi, each one that we have the intentions. Who am I? Who am I speaking to? What do I want? And how does my voice support that intention? So if we start thinking that we can rock the being the voiceover actor in our own life, we can think, who am I in this moment? I always joke that my husband knows exactly how I feel about him as soon as I say his name. Right. Can we all relate? Harvey, Harvey, Harp, honey, did you pick up your socks? Harvey, did you pick up your, you know, trains left the station. Doesn't matter what I say. And so often we are in reaction mode as opposed to active mode. Meaning think about again, when you're going to, right before you're going to call up a client, they've done a study, the word, hello, four different ways, neutral. Hello, 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 hello. So of course the the more negative one's done. Hello? Hello? 70% more likable. First word so go and check your outgoing messages what's on there that's like that's like one of those like when's the last time you checked it is it eight years ago because no one checks their own so what that's the first time if people even call each other more and i'm still a big advocate of a certain age you know what's that outgoing message what is that role that you want to convey and if it's the first thing you don't hear is hello you've reached Go back and put a smile on that beautiful voice of yours because instantly that person is having a reaction from wow, I like this person, or do I like this person? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and if you if you are squandering that up and, and if you have three, two, three, five, nine, six, eight, go and get something on your phone because you, when you bring that conscious awareness of do I want to calm and soothe? Do I want to motivate and inspire? Do I want to create a sense of trust and authority? Your voice is a beautiful instrument, and as soon as you understand that, you can play with it. Channel your favorite superhero because we all love superheroes. Stand in the mirror in a power pose and say, "Hey, my name is Tasia Valenza. It's a pleasure to be with you." And then maybe dial that back twenty percent, thirty percent. Play around with your because that might be a little bit too much. But start thinking of your voice as a beautiful instrument. Think of the role. Think of who you're speaking to. What's your intention? And you can rock your roles and serve yourself. And at the same time, remember to use the same voice to motivate yourself. Yourself, mm. speak Because that's where it starts. If I don't teach anything else, I used to think it was more about what we give. We give it to ourselves first. Oh, wow. And myself, I believe in myself. I'm here to serve. I for give myself I messed up we all mess up self-speak and then we can give great voice for our professional and personal goals and we can deepen those relationships three ways to give great voice and I'm done <laughs> Wow
2: oh Ta I get oh Tasia you're amazing thank you I...
3: That last thing you just said, other than the fact that you play a Jedi, what? Oh what?
4: man, that's so cool! It's a little Jedi uh, a little Star Wars
2: you. nerd nerdery going the on there than but...
4: I'll ever be.
2: <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, uh, I, by the way, I like the poison ivy role, Tasia.
4: <laughs> Why do you like that, Larry? <laughs>
2: hey,
3: stop it, I, Asia. I stop it. always
4: say, "Come on over here," you know. But if I say, "Come on over here," it's like a little bit more of a challenge. My husband always gets that one. He's like, uh, can, you
3: uh, I'm like can you pay me? <laughs> I want to put a highlighter on what you said about your inner voice. And this is, I've never thought about it this way. I mean, you introduced us to the concept of really thinking about the voice that we project to other people. But what is the tone of your inner voice? What a great question. And, and mine's not as nice externally? as yours.
0: <laughs> and, <laughs> and neither is mine, Daryl. That's so powerful. I wanted to say some, Tasia, you know, I oftentimes ask folks that I work with, that I coach to record themselves. Mm -hmm. And everyone, without question, myself included, when you listen to recording, you say, I sound like that? And only when, and they shut it off as if like an ostrich sticking his head in the ground, your voice will sound better as a result of you not hearing it anymore. (laughs) No, no. But the truth of the matter is, and I'm sure you encourage your class to do this, listen to yourself as tough as it may be. I watch video of myself. This is the way you improve. And just say, Mm -hmm. how can I now say it again, where I sound the way I really want to sound, but now you're aware that you really don't sound that way. Do you find that to be the case?
4: It's a practice and awareness and and the beginning. I mean, I didn't like my voice when I first heard it. And I was like, wow, I thought you think you sound one way and then you sound another, but it's only through practice and having the opportunities. But if you're not aware of it, you can't even begin to change it and you know and leave a message and then call yourself and say exactly is that a voice that i'd like to hear right. yeah. and if not warm and you know the easiest thing is to warm it up with a beautiful smile and 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 people will hear that instantly it's the it's the easiest thing and if you have to go bigger because you just don't normally sound warm it up the more you said it the more you warm it up and then have someone listen to it <laughs> have someone listen to it and give you feedback i have i've had so many friends i had one friend do we have a minute for one little call mm-hmm. yeah one more talk or we're we done
3: no go for it go no, for go.
4: it. so, so when you you're on
3: deck on something so oh <laughs> well, that's right that's right
4: i'll tell you how i started realizing that i was onto something with translating the utilizing the skills so i had this wonderful friend and i would call her up at, you know quite often and she had gone through a divorce and but she was, you know, on her way out. She was this vibrant woman. Every time I called her, it was like, hi, it's Jane. If you could please leave me a message, I'll, I'll be so happy to call you. And I was like,
0: oh, Elena!"
4: <laughs> Every time. And I always wanted to say something. So one day I was like, New Yorker, Jane, babe, I love you. You're amazing. You're so vibrant. But your phone, your messages are killing me. <laughs> She's like, hi. I was like, you sound like you're apologizing for a living. Let's get something else on there. So we practiced and it was like, hey, it's Jane, leave a message and I'll call you back. Now I knew her fiance, we're very good friends. I said, so-and-so is going to love that message. John is gonna be like, and he said, you think so? I said, trust me. She texted me later, John, loved my new outgoing message. I was like, yes, because now you're representing who you are. So I run into John a month later. She goes, oh my God, thank you so much. I couldn't say anything for changing the message. I said, well, you're welcome because that's, that's who she is. She goes, and I, he goes, and don't you remember? I said, remember what? He said, three years ago, you made me change my outgoing message. Hmm. Right, hmm. John. And I was like, <laughs> wow, I'm on to something here. <laughs> yeah. so that's what That's what I always say. The first voiceover job in your life, go check your outgoing message and see if it represents what you yeah, want exactly. to feel with the world.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. I have a shortcut. I'm just going to have Tasia do all my outgoing messages. Yeah,
4: exactly. <laughs> Michael is all tied up. Was that good?
0: I can't, I can't, I can't top that. Not my new jersey. Hey, how you doing? Leave a message. Right. a message.
4: Hug. If I could hug you, I would.
0: Virtual hug. Oh, <laughs> about
3: it. Uh, and just a quick shout out. Thank you, Teja, for giving great voice to the challenge. All of our intro and outro videos you hear, you recognize that voice now, but. Larry, why don't you uh, tee up Michael? Because I knew how we wanted to end this segment, yeah. and, and
2: then uh, and then we'll get into some. And then there's a couple questions, but I'd like Michael to end with this, and then we'll oh, and then we'll just answer a couple questions. Are we good, Daryl? Yeah, we'll probably take some of those questions into the
3: group given the time, but yeah. let's uh, let's hear from Michael, and they, then we're going to set up next week. And it's
0: yeah, so
2: exciting. And my and my, I'm putting Michael on the spot on this because this was not even planned. But I think Michael, you know the poem that you always leave people with. Yes, I know you have that memorized, and and um, I I I think this is a great way to encapsulate a phenomenal week um, from the bottom of my heart. I know Daryl, all of our all of our speakers, uh, we love you guys, and I think we've had a, an amazing week. Hopefully, you guys have as well. Michael, can you just leave us with that poem?
0: Yeah, thank you, and uh, I just want to kind of tee it up by saying. Fifteen years ago, there was a woman whose name was Lynn Gidrow, who was touched by my talk. The talk was called Make a Difference, Leave a Legacy, How to Live a Right-Side-Up Life in an Upside-Down World. And her grandmother just passed away and left her this poem. She wanted to give me something back for what the speech meant to her. So she sent me the poem and said, I hope this makes a difference in your world as you did in mine. And I read the poem and it was the most moving poem I ever read. And I committed on that very day that I didn't care how high-powered a sales talk or peak performance talk, I'd always close every speech with this poem. It's entitled The Dash by Linda Ellis. I read of a man who stood to speak at the funeral of a friend. He referred to the dates on her tombstone from the beginning to the end. He noticed it first came her date of birth and spoke the second date with tears. But he said that what mattered most of all was that dash between those years. For that dash represents all the time that she spent alive on earth. And now only those who loved her know what that little line is worth. For it matters not how much we have, the car, the house, the cash. What matters is how we live and love and how we spend our dash. So think about this long and hard. Are there things you like to change? For you never know how much time is left that gets be rearranged. If we could just slow down enough. To consider what's true and real and always try to understand the way other people feel if we could be less quick to anger and show appreciation more and love the people in our lives like we've never loved before if we could treat each other with respect and more often wear a smile remembering that this special dash might only last a little while so when you eulogies being read with your life's actions to rehash Will you be proud of the things they say about how you spent your dash? It's my sincerest hope, wish, and prayer that everyone listening to this will spend their dash in a way that's incredibly meaningful to their coworkers, their customers, their friends, but most importantly, their loved ones.
3: Ah, uh, Larry, what, what a, what, I mean, where do you go with that? Oh, <laughs> like, Daryl, oh, you know what, Daryl, wow. just,
2: This is what I liked about the end of that the poem by Michael Altshuler. It it was, that was one of the most requested things that we got after that. Where do I get my hands on that Mm -hmm. poem? There was the dash by Michael Altshuler. It's
3: so important and so just reorienting in all of this. And I think uh, if you want a copy of that, just message us. Uh, hit us up on LinkedIn or Facebook, either me or Larry, we'll get you a copy. But that is uh, that is such a great way to get set up for what we're about to experience with the Trust Building Challenge. So a huge shout out to Laura, Tasia and Michael. Thank you for investing in us today. Um, and you want to reach out and connect with each one of them. They're incredible people. And you want to be there next week. Don't miss the 2021 Trust Building Challenge, October 4th through 8th. Once again, if you're listening to this someday in the future, no (laughs) worries. Uh, We recorded all of it. So when you go to the 2021 Trust Building Challenge, you'll get instant access uh, to all the session recordings. Uh, If you come live, though, that's the best because what happens is when you're there live, we're getting to interact with each other. Um, You'll be able to interact with uh, other participants and the presenter of the day uh, through the chat. It's really, really cool. 12 to 1 Eastern time next week, October 4th through 8th, 2021 TrustBuildingChallenge.com. Thank you again to our friends at BombBomb Bomb, uh, for championing the Selling from the Heart podcast and championing rehumanizing business. Give it a try it's at BombBomb.com slash heart. And Larry, until next week, keep being genuine, keep being <laughs> authentic, keep adding real value.
4: Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.